right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Fired up today, man. We're talking air. Mm-hmm. All kinds of it. You remember, hey, we're so old. I remember when air was free, right? And, oh, God, I don't know. Oh, water would cost you something. Uh, now you you pay $2 for a bottle of water, and air is $2 as well, man. It's trash. Well, when we talk air, right, all the things we do with air, right? Think about it. You're in your shop. What do you do? You go grab your air tools. You plug them in to your air lines, your air hoses, right? You got air in your yep. your hose reels. We got air in your compressor. All to do jobs that make us, you know, kind of more efficient, proficient, skilled, can do certain tasks. Um, and, you know, you continue on. You got paint. You got all sorts of things you can do with air. And, and we all know. And you've been in any kind of shopping garage. Uh, you want electrical outlets everywhere just to plug whatever you need in. And the same thing goes with air. You want it everywhere. Yeah, man, no doubt. It's it's weird because air is still such a valuable, you know, component to your shop. There's so many things that run on it. I've got jacks that lift up cars using air. Uh, I've got all kinds of stuff. Uh, not to mention painting. Love painting. You're not going to find a battery-operated paint gun. Sorry, suckers. Not happening. Uh, you need air, clean air for that. And we got our boy Mitch on from Rapid Air. He's going to talk all about it, how to lay out your shop, how to get the best air for the quality job that you're doing. Um, I'm curious to kind of pick his brain for, for paint booths or, you know, for somebody wanting to paint at home because, you know, paint jobs, bro, they're 20 grand for a cheap one now. Yeah, I was going to say for a cheap one. Man, I'd almost want to go for that guy because you can, you can really sell up that price scale from 20 on up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, there's a lot of set, uh, sweat equity in there. There's a lot of materials, but man, just when you add it all up, there's some price. If you can do it at home, you're going to save some big bucks. Yeah, man. Uh, no doubt. Mitch, hey, Mitch, curious, how long have you been with, with Rapid Air? How long have you been, you know, um, helping them out and, you know, handling people's problems, issues, and air, um, well, um, air efforts? <laughs> <laughs> awesome question there, guys. I've been with Rapid Air. This is my eighth year here. So originally started off in estimating and engineering um, kind of evolved into helping with product development. And now I handle a lot of our larger accounts, our online drawing tool and, and web store and everything. So Rapid Air, they're basically solution-based for people that, you know, have a shop, a garage. Maybe they're looking to do some air uh, at home. You guys provide solutions for all of that. Big, small, medium, in-between, paint booth, uh, pneumatic tools, anything, right? Correct. Anything from a home shop all the way up to an Amazon fulfillment center. We do all the air for that. Wow. So. Now, before we dive into the right ways to, to plumb a shop for air, 
Uh, I'm, I'm sure you can give us lots of examples of the wrong ways. Uh, you know, a lot of us are familiar with black pipe. Uh, you know, we like to steer away from things like PVC and things like that. I know I've seen plenty of, you know, internet pictures of burst pipes and shattering and things. So what do you got for comments there before we go into the right way to do it? Sure. I mean, the old conventional ways you hit on it there between copper, black pipe and PVC. Those are the three most common um, conventional ways of plumbing. Now, the big knock against those before was that black pipe is always cheaper to run. Well, ever since COVID came in here, the, the list price of black pipe just shot through the roof just due to a shortage of raw material. Copper is always a nice, clean option as well, but the labor is so intensive on that. So sweating fittings or using a new press style, it gets very expensive there. And PVC is the only material that is not rated for compressed air. So it's meant for more of a liquid transfer, low PSI. So as soon as you pressurize that vessel, it could explode and send it into a million pieces into your shop. So I've seen pictures of all of them. <laughs> So basically, Mitch, every setup is wrong, right? <laughs> Everything that we've been told is all a straight up lie. Don't quit your daydreams. Listen to man with the knowledge and the know-how. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Mitch is going to tell you what's right, not what's wrong. You've been told what's wrong. Stop listening to those people. Listen to what's right. You're going to get that next with Mitch from Rapid Air. It's the Two Guys Garage podcast. He's Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. And we're literally blowing it up next. Back after the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He's Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B, and we had Mitch on from Rapid Air. He's a sales and service manager. He knows everything and anything to do when it comes to air. There's a lot of problems with air. A lot of people, you know, they'll get a little air compressor. Next thing you know, they're well on their way, right? Wrong. Why does, why does air, why is it so cold And when you're holding the air tool? Why does water droplets come out of it? What's going on in there? Why, when you squeeze it, when it goes into the compressor, does it get hot? What in the hell is going on? Well, Mitch is here to walk us through some problems, issues, concerns. Mitch, what do you guys at Rapid Air do? Mostly bigger shops, garages, um, imagine paint booth places, body shop places, still huge when it comes to air and, and what they need. Yeah, we do everything here. So we have four full-time estimators on staff besides myself and along with six people on our customer service team and anybody here can help you guys size a shop get you the correct parts and get them shipped out to you so i mean we take almost 100 phone calls a day i would say between anything from a small home shop all the way up to a large manufacturing facility so nothing's too big or too small for us yeah so I, you know I, I take it that it's pretty much uh you know larger shop just going to take more supplies uh, and take a little bit longer to install than a smaller shop. But otherwise, the, all the principles are generally the same, except maybe, you know, we talk about uh, long reaches and airflow and a lot of joggles, uh, you know, when I consider pipe sizing and things like that become important. Uh, and like we talked about, whether you're doing paint, whether you're doing typical just automotive work with air tools. Now, you guys have multiple product lines, which is great, right? Because you've got, uh, you know, the budget friendly kind of person, the DIYer. And it goes all the way up to the you know purely industrial professional line of things. So you guys started years ago with what you call your rapid air, right? That's kind of the name of your company, but you have sort of several increments that you kind of step up. Uh, why don't you walk us through you know different options then? Because we, you know, we've learned we, you know, there's some ins and outs of using copper and and black pipe, and those are great. Uh, but I've seen you know multiples. We've got some in our, our two guys shop. 
uh, you got systems that really make the installation a breeze. Yeah, so we started off with our Rapid Air home garage kit. So our owner originally, you know, he was an engineer full-time, had a nice car shop on the side, and he always wanted to make air easily accessible as electricity in his shop, just have an outlet to plug into. So he came out with our Rapid Air system. That's now our starter uh, you know, home shop usage. It's meant for lighter PSIs up to 150 uh, PSI max on that. That's a three-eighths nylon tube with a shark bite style of fitting. Um, from there, we kind of evolved more, which a lot of you guys will know as our max line product. So that max line is still a coiled product, comes in half inch, three-quarter, or one inch, and that's an HDPE tubing. So very similar to PEX, just not extruded as much. And this tubing has an aluminum core ran through it. Now you're because, talking PEX, the new plumbing, the new plumbing stuff, right? A lot of people are familiar with copper, but PEX is the new sort of uh, bendable, stretchable like tube material that makes plumbing much, much, much easier. Now we're obviously not moving water, um, but air. So you have something similar that makes plumbing a shop and or garage or in around cabinets. That in itself is much simpler to install. I just want to make sure your listeners know that because it can uh, it can be a, a big headache to install the, the old school copper or a, a solid line versus something similar to that that PEX. So it's it's malleable, it's bendable like that? Correct. Yep. So we come, we sell that in 25, 50, 100, and 300 foot rolls. So the nice thing with the max line system is that you can buy a 300 foot roll since it's all connected already. You need less fitting, so less chances of leaks. So once you straighten that out, you can make it pin straight on the wall and that aluminum core will help hold its shape so it doesn't sag, it doesn't bend you. Yeah, so when you unwind that, right? Anytime anybody's unwound a, a you know a coil like that, right? It, it it needs some sort of straightener, and, and I've seen folks kind of make their own. And you guys, do you do you sell straighteners? Do you do you rent straighteners for for jobs? Yep. So we do sell them. We did try to rent them, but getting them back in working condition when the guy runs two thousand feet through it just doesn't work very well <laughs> on there. So we used to just honestly pull it through a piece of PVC or stand out and walk it out. A couple of years ago, we came up with this nice straightener. It's a seven wheel straightener that bolts right into a vise. And you just uh, put a broomstick through the, the roll and pull one end through and roll it back and forth a couple of times. It comes out nice, nice. and straight, so. Yeah, and if you got a really long run, like you said, think about the savings just from connections and the headaches from leaks uh, to be able to run as far, you know, 300 feet at a time. Uh, that's kind of handy. So tell us a little about the, the fittings and options that you have and, and how they go together. Sure. So the, the MaxLine system uses a compression-based fitting. So it has a nut and a ferrule that slides on a nipple inside of the fitting body. So all you do is cut the tubing, bevel it with a nice three-sided bevel tool that we give you, slide the nut and the ferrule over the tubing, push that onto the fitting body itself, and tighten it up with two crescent wrenches. So good for up to 200 working PSI, 600 burst PSI on it. And has a 50-year lifespan. Nice. So if you had a small like DIY home garage, and let's say you don't have a lot of joggles, but you wanted to do, you know, a main line up and some kind of hoop or a run down a wall or two and a couple of drops, what would you be looking at from you know a DIY kind of perspective from a time-wise? How, how long would it take to set something like that up? So a standard, let's say a 20 by 20 shop, a garage shop to do. You could do in less than eight hours by yourself. We also have these pre-made master kits that come in there. So there's a hundred feet of tubing and three outlets and some miscellaneous tees and elbows and stuff like that for you. So those are our bread and butter sellers. We do tons of them every day. 
And you can kind of configure that to any shape that you need to in your shop. If you only want to run a direct line down one wall, if you wanted to loop it, these kits are a great starting point for that. Nice. And I assume you just add on uh, to one of those kits to a certain degree, or are there larger kits, or at that point you just get everything uh, a la carte? Yeah, it's either way. You can buy multiple kits. The kits are at a little bit better pricing than piecing it all out individually. But as you get more tubing, let's say you need more than 300 feet, those sizes kind of become obsolete. So that's really where our flow rate calculator on our website come into play. So the, the two main things that you need to know how to determine what size to use is the horsepower size of your compressor and how far you're going to be running. So does the diameter of the hose, does that wear into the, the capacity you have at the end of the hose? So how, how do you compensate for that? Where, where's the I went too far line as far as that goes? Okay, so there's no point of hurting yourself with going larger. It's never going to hurt you. Um, but choking yourself off could do it. So your normal choke points in any system will be your rubber air hoses that you plug your tools into. So air is a lot different than water. You want to stay as big as you can, as large as you can. Yeah, so you want to run, right, if you got a long shop, if you got a lot of bins, you'll want to run a big pipe, you know, all the way through. So then your only major restriction is your rubber hose that you connect to, not all the way along the way. So by the time you get to the rubber hose, you've already lost the critical pressure, the critical flow. And now you're just adding, you know, adding to the misery when you plug in your devices and hoses, right? Correct. Yep. And there's two basic trains of thought here. You know, there's there's dead end systems where it's just, you know, let's say 200 feet in a straight line and it's going to cap off and end. Those systems are good if you have low amount of air users, usually one or two. And if all of your drops are on one side of your shop, what we really want to see people get into is a loop system. So that way, no matter where you're pulling air off any point in that system, the air is feeding into that drop two different ways from the left and from the right. So having a nice balanced air system also helps us use a smaller pipe size in most cases and just helps you guys save money in the end. So that's a great tip, right? So you got a halo around your shop and then, right, you can just make drops wherever you want. So you've already got that that halo up there. So it makes the drops easier. And then it sounds like a secondary bonus is that you've got the feed coming from both directions and you're not going to get lopsided if you had a couple guys on one, one line only, right? Yep. Bingo. And the other, the other nice benefit of having the loop or the halo system is let's say you guys are going to expand your shop in six months. And a lot of you guys are working, you know, have one or two shifts working in your auto body places. You'll have to shut the whole system down with a dead end system. With a loop system, you can segment that off and still run half of the shop or a quarter of the shop to do your expansion and keep everything running. All right. Clever. Yeah, man. Well, we got some big questions about painting because I feel like a lot of people, although the move lately has been sort of to to sag into some battery-operated tools, um, one thing you're never going to be able to escape is, you know, when it comes to painting, a lot of a lot of guys like to do it at home. A lot of guys are renting mobile paint booths. A lot of people are, you know, trying to tackle that twenty to thirty thousand dollar job at home just to save a few dimes. So I tell you what, we we got to take a quick break. But wrap your head around setups that people can use either in their own garage and or shop for painting, what the filtration system and drying system should be compared to, you know, probably some nightmares I'm sure that you've had to troubleshoot. <laughs> um, and, and why is that? Why do people need all those things in that line? 
Um, and how much interruption is there uh, in the air you're getting on the other end? All those questions answered in just a minute. It's the Two Guys Garage podcast. Kevin Bird, Willie B, and we got Mitch from Rapid Air on. We'll be back after the break. It's the Two Guys Garage podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We have Mitch on from Rapid Air, and he's been kind of breaking down everybody's air game. What you know about that? Now, we've talked Max Line. We've talked a few other different setups you guys can do, but I know you guys have this fast pipe. Tell us a little bit about that. And also, when somebody's thinking about painting, I feel like that's one of the big jobs people like to tackle at home. Maybe you can go from the fast pipe and explain what people are thinking or or should be thinking about when it comes to painting cars in your own shop and or garage, what you need for a small setup or what you need for a little bit bigger, more efficient setup. So start us out with a fast pipe. What you have uh, with that? Sure. So our fast pipe is going to be our rigid extruded aluminum line. It's a seamless 20 foot long piece of pipe. Um, we make that in our three quarter inch all the way up to a six inch diameter. Wow. So that's that's use- some air. <laughs> Right. Wow. So we, we use that mainly for larger shops, um, but we also have a lot of picky car enthusiasts out there who don't want a little wave in their line or to mess with a coil. Um, everything will be pre-straightened and look really nice and flat up on your wall. Yeah, that's that's some sharp looking. That's that's the professional way to go right there. I mean, we have it in the two guys shop. I've seen it number of places. And if you want it to look good as well as perform good, I mean, I think the fast pipe in my mind, is the way to go. Uh, now, the fittings and stuff, do they work somewhat similarly? I know it's a different, you know, type of, uh, you know, hardness of the pipe versus the, you know, sort of the hose, the PEX style with aluminum in it. So does it work a little bit differently or kind of the same, but uh, just made it uh, to fit? Yep. So still a basic compression style on there that has a bite ring that holds the pipe into the fitting. Um, the real benefit with that system is just you don't have to mess around and straighten the, the coiled tubing of the max line. Um, so just a nice professional look when you're all done with a lot less work. All right. Well, Hey, Willie's itching over here. I I can tell. And I'm curious too, like, and I know people out in, you know, in the audience here are wondering, how does that water get in there in the first place? How do you get water in those pipes? How come when I drain it all out, I drain my tank, right? I, I think I get it out of line. I get more water in there. Where does that water come from? How do we get rid of it? Let's say at the basic level. And then how do we work our way up to like that professional paint. And talk slow, Mitch. People are writing things down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me get my pen. I got my pen right. over here. Go, go, go. Ready? Right. Go. <laughs> so the, the main point that I'll bring up to you guys, if you're getting moisture in your lines, the number one reason I see is that your compressor is too small for your needs. Now, whether that you have a, a small portable pancake compressor that's one horsepower and you're trying to paint and grind off of that, that compressor is just overworking itself and creating more moisture in that air when it's pumping out into your lines. Um, The second reason would be if your lines are too small. Now we could put as much filtration and dryer systems in that line as we want, but if that compressor is pumping way too hot, none of these dryers or anything aftermarket will even matter on that. So the compressor size is definitely number one. So Um, give us a a couple of numbers. Most people I think can relate to the, you know, the bigger 60 gallon type, set up with a you know five horsepower eight horsepower ten horsepower you know single stage dual stage um set up what are we looking at as far as you know i'm a weekend warrior but i love painting um i want to turn out a few good paint jobs what am i looking at what size compressor uh what size engine 
what are those needs and, and how do I meet them? Sure. A three to five horse is definitely the perfect size there for a weekend warrior. Um, even a small guy in his shop doing work on the side. Um, the most common sizes I see in those size shops are a five horsepower to 10 horsepower. And that just depends if you got a couple other guys hammering away on the side or grinding. Um, but that, that five to seven and a half is really your sweet spot for one guy painting by himself. Nice. And, and dual stage, obviously. Yep. Yep. The more efficient you can be, the better. Um, you know, with the dual stage, you're, you're getting air on both strokes of the piston versus just up every time. So that's really where you're going to get your efficiency and your cooler air coming out. And how do you keep that that water from uh, getting in there? And it, you mentioned different size lines, but most people just go to the, you know, they go to their auto parts store, their uh, Home Depot or whatever. They just buy the first hose they see hanging up on the wall. Okay, air hose. Let me get that. Correct. So the first thing I tell guys to do after your compressor, you want to run anywhere between three and five feet of line. Now, a lot of manufacturers are going to tell you, hey, run 20 feet of line to help cool it off before you get into a basic filter. Um, we found that three to five feet is just that sweet spot that that air kind of condenses from that gas vapor into a liquid state so we can catch it. So the first stage you should always put on is just a simple water separator. It's a little canister that mounts on the wall. The air will hit it, start spinning around, and that'll help the droplets condensate and drop right down. So that should be your first stage from anything from, you know, running a grinder to a blow gun, even to up to the painting setups. That first stage is always critical. Now, do you run any kind of uh, trickery between the compressor to that uh, separator? You know, like a, a line that drops with a drain, uh, you know, up or down, horizontal, vertical, cool. any, anything like that that helps as well? Or Yeah. Yep. So you can run... Uh, cooling loops you know we make a little kit that comes with like 40 feet of line that has a bunch of elbows and drain valves on it um those are more for the lookers i mean it does help cool off the line um but most of the time i mean if you just run it straight into that and have one basic water separator to start 80 percent of your air tools are covered under that nice okay so that's going to get your basic air tools uh, you know if you're going to do anything else as far as you know let, let's talk about this very low level before we get to paint um, things like plasma cutter, anything like that, do we need to step up beyond that uh, air separator? Yeah, so usually the next step after just that water separator, um, you can kind of look two different ways. There's refrigerated dryers and there's desiccant dryers. So a refrigerated dryer is just like your beer fridge sitting out in your garage. You're going to plug it in, the air is going to run through it, go through some cooling lines, and then come out the other end. Um, a desiccant filter is going to be a canister that sits on the wall and you put media in it. Um, back in the day, you used to use a toilet paper roll or a, or a paper towel roll and put it in there. Now it's like a kitty litter or oil dry that you'll put in a sack and drop it in there. And that helps collect some of the oil and the water that's coming through there. Okay. All right. And then from there, are we moving all the way up to the pro stage? Correct. Yep. So once we get from there, you know, you still have your first and second step. So you have your oil, your water separator here, your second stage would be an oil coalescing filter that'll help grab those fine oil particles. And then depending on, you know, how often you're painting or what type of media you're painting, um, we could always use an activated carbon at the end. And that's our basic three-stage triple filter setup there. Activated carbon? Just to pull all the, yep. the, the small, minute stuff out of the air exactly. that's, that's left in there? Correct, down to 0 0.001 microns on that one. All right, interesting, man. So all these things for a normal guy in his garage and or shop, um, 
What's the, do you have a package where they can go and just click on it and get all this stuff that's already sort of done and easy to, to put in, install, and have rolling? Yeah, everything will be on our website at rapidairproducts.com. We got a full online store there. And then there's always going to be a button that pops up where you can give us a call and we can get you exactly what you need. Um, I wish every painting setup was easy to say and here's a one size fits all, but um, we'd be glad to help you out and get you in the right kit that you need. Yeah, what I found super handy, guys, uh, if you're thinking about Shop Air at all, hop on their website, right? It's uh, rapidairproducts.com. They've got uh, FAQs, right? Frequently Asked Questions. That's going to get you a real good background uh, so you can get kind of those you know, starter questions, mid-range questions out of the way. And then uh, if you're thinking about layouts, they've got a drawing tool. So you can get on there and draw in, in 2D planes and then kind of open it up into 3D. So you can get your whole layout mapped out with all your drops and all your locations, and it'll spit out your your whole uh, product list, right? Your bill of materials uh, ready to order. And ideally it fits right in with one of your uh, you know, master kits or whatever. And if you need to order a couple additional ones, or maybe you're spilling over and you grab two of those master kits or more, but it sure makes uh, routing and planning and mapping out your whole parts list super easy. Interesting, man. So how much can somebody expect to spend, Mitch? What's the, you know, what's the, the setup like that going to cost them for the, you know, when you're thinking about the, the separator, uh, the desk and, um, dryer and, and the activator, what, what are those uh, should be, what's the expectation on cost there to get that set up right? I would say for around under, just under $700, you could get a nice point of view, a single person painting setup. In. Really? Okay. Dude, that's a lifesaver because think about what paid jobs cost nowadays. Oh my God. $20,000 is the bottom of the bucket cheapy cheapy paint job nowadays they'll go as high as 40 you know so something like that would be huge um to be able to do in your own home yeah and if you're not doing you know all the way to paint right if you got tons of air tools you need to pump up some tires right you're you're operating some kind of a four post lift uh that sort of thing in, in a you know a basic diy shop or maybe something twice the size what, what are we looking at there oh i mean we can just a basic uh we we also sell filter regulator combo units um, and those range in sizes from, you know, three ace ports all the way up to one inch ports and our one inch port, the most expensive is 120 bucks. So, I mean, you can get a, a nice common three quarters, our most popular size to go along with those master kits. And those are 90 bucks. Nice. And then for the master kits, what are we looking at typically price wise? So master kits, depending on the size you go, our half inch is around 229 right now. And our three quarter inch is uh, just under 300 at 299. Wow. To be in the two bills and be able to just deck out your shop, you know, several drops, yeah, super convenient, click in, go wherever you need to. Uh, and especially it's, it's to me, I think it's all about uh, the ease, ease, cleanliness, simplicity, right? Get it up, knock it out in a, you know, one day. That sounds good to me. Hey, Mitch, you're the, uh, the manager there of sales service. Which, what product makes you the most proud? What did, uh, what did you see or use that was for you uh, a little bit of a game changer? You got one uh, out there that some of our listeners might, uh, might get excited about? Yeah. So, I mean, our fast pipe is always our, our big competitor. Um, but the max line is really what, what drew me in here was just being able to bend it, 
It's also rated for direct burial. So you're putting in a new shop, a new garage. You can bury this stuff right in your concrete with no sleeving and have the air stub up from the ground. So you don't have the lines running on the wall. You can also run that tubing directly in the wall and bury it right between your studs. So it could be completely hidden if blue isn't your color. Um, and you can just see the outlet stick in there. So just the endless possibilities that we're finding out with this semi-flexible tubing uh, have been amazing for us. It's, and it's, what's really crazy is the affordability of it. I mean, it's kind of shocking compared to the old, you know, when I got this shop, they just done copper and, you know, throughout the entire, you know, shop. And it's, dude, that's, uh, that can get expensive quick nowadays. But you can get it, you know, I'm looking on your website. Uh, you guys go check out these products, rapidairproducts.com. But, you know, you get a half-inch rapid air nylon tubing, 100 feet of it for $76. Like, like man, you, you start to be able to put together real quality setup for a real affordable price. Um, and like we said, if you got a question or concern about it, just reach out, talk to these guys. Uh, I imagine one phone call and you'll get your whole quote uh, done at the same time, right? Correct. Yep. So we're, we're really pride ourselves on being a whole turnkey system here. So anything from compressor to piping, dryers, filtration, couplers, hose reels, we can help you with it all. Nice. All right. Now, any last tips? You know, you've been around this stuff for a while. What do people forget to order? You know, what are, what's a nice to have that you didn't think about? You know, just whether it's an accessory, whether it's a, a type of coupler fitting, uh, a, a tool, anything, mounting procedure, Give us a couple of good tips to walk away with. Sure. The, the two main things that I would always talk about is when people come to our website, they always think about the big pictures. You know, they want their whole air system done. They'll get everything into their shop and they're like, hey, I don't have any quick couplers and I don't have any hose reels. So we supply all that. We have a really nice safety coupler with a double push button feature on it. So you don't need, there's no collar on it. You don't need to pull the collar back. You just push the hose in press the button once it ejects all the air back into the system the second time it leaves that hose limp right in your hand so really good for guys with arthritis and there's no hose whip coming off of it so they're OSHA compliant nice man that's a big time move i suggest their fast pipe cooling kits a few other things out there that are easy um easy to grab easy to get easy to install and make a big difference uh in the end product so where do people find you online um what's your phone number give us the contact info so some of our listeners can uh, reach out to you guys mitch sure again the website is rapidairproducts.com you can also reach us at our main office here in central wisconsin number is 800-954-3310 and anybody here should be able to help you there you go man and hours what time you guys open now we're open eight to four there you go, man. Mitch, that's uh, that's pretty good stuff. I may reach out and uh, have you clean up some of the air stuff in this uh, garage. I'm sure dealing with um, other people's mistakes, misfortunes, um, have uh, have been something you guys got to contend with quite often. Because a lot of people, I never forget the first time I, I went to paint a car and there was fish eyes everywhere <laughs> and no you know dryer on the compressor, all that stuff, man. Um, so you guys probably get to be lifesavers for a lot of people out there too. Awesome. Yep. Really appreciate it. Right on, man. 
Well, don't forget about our TV show. It airs weekends. Maybe we'll, you know, you'll see us in the shop using a lot of these products, man. It's right up there against the wall. Uh, so, man, uh, make sure you check that out. Airs on weekends on the Motor Trend Network. It also is available on Motor Trend Plus, which is their streaming service. Great way to find us. Thanks to our guest, Mitch RapidAirProducts.com. My man, Kevin Bird. I am Willie B, a producer, Scoop, and executive producer, Mr. Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website, too, twoguysgarage.com. Share your thoughts with us. We're on social everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Now, the Two Guys Garage podcast, it's copyrighted. 2023, Brenton Productions Incorporated. All rights reserved. I tell you what, I'm ready to do some plumbing. How about you, Willie? Well, I hate plumbing, um, but I'm ready to do some painting. So, yeah, it looks like I'll probably do some plumbing first. Yeah, that's pretty much my story, exactly. too. All right, man. Well, Mitch, thanks so much, man. Uh, I know we learned a lot of little tips and tricks, how to set things up, where to go, and I'm sure everybody out there did as well. So, all right, best of luck, everybody, getting your shop set up perfectly, because when you do, man, it is so nice to work in. Um, with that, hope you guys learned something. We'll see you on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.